Say be the name of the Lord. We worship, we worship you, Lord. We thank our God. We praise His most holy name. Hallelujah. Great is our God. And great is His faithfulness. We bless you. We bless you, Lord. We give you glory. We bless you, our maker. We bless you, our King. Glory and honor to your name in Jesus' name. Father, we worship you this afternoon. We give you glory. We thank you for your goodness over our lives as we pray, as we thank, as we praise you, Lord, this this moment, this afternoon. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for our lives. Lord, we thank you for having you on our sides. We thank you for covering us, for being our insurance, for your blood being our insurance, for your name that covers us, for your word that elevates us. Lord, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for making us yours, and thank you for being ours, Lord. We appreciate you, our God. We are so glad this afternoon once again to be in the air to reach out to your people, Lord, we thank you. We appreciate you for giving us the grace. Oh, Lord, thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, this afternoon, Holy Ghost, we plead your presence. Yes, Lord. Even you are here already. Yes, Lord. Lord, we ask you, God, that your presence, O oh God, we make the difference in our lives Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Your, your presence, O oh God, we bless us, we edify us Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. The word that we are speaking from you today, let it travel wide Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let men receive it. Amen. Let men be blessed. Let men be edified. O oh Lord God Almighty. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. O oh Lord, thank you. O oh Lord, thank you. O oh Lord, thank you. Lord, I pray that your teacher, I mean, the, sorry, your daughter that we teach today, Holy Spirit, lay your hand upon her. Amen. Lord, release from heaven your grace upon her. Amen. 
I pray that Lord, you will give her the utterance. Amen. Cause our Lord to speak as your oracle. Amen. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, you ancient of days in her, you ancient of days in her, you prove yes, you prove yourself once more in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh Lord, thank you. Thank you. Oh Lord, thank you. Thank you for you are here yes, to bless us, to Amen. bless us together. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. For in Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, God bless Dollar Daniel. Thank God for your life, for entering to the studio with us. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. We pray that the Lord today will edify every one of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Last week, uh, on the topic that we are uh, studying in this uh, season, the Navigating Live and Season Series topic, we thank God. Uh, it is the Holy Ghost that really give us the grace to navigate through. And we pray that the Holy Spirit will be here again, is here already, yes. to cause us to navigate in His Word. Amen. When we are talking about navigating through life and season, yes, we are talking about the Holy Spirit navigating through us. Amen. We are talking about the Holy Spirit reaching out to us from heaven. Yes. We are talking about the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us. Amen. We are talking about the Holy Spirit releases, releasing the divine blessings upon our lives. Yes. And then we pray that this afternoon, this is what the Lord will do in our lives in Jesus' Amen. name. He will bless us in his presence. We Amen. believe in the name of Jesus. Amen. So you are welcome to Navigating Live and Season series. Yeah. And under this series, we are having uh, uh, we are uh, having our sister, Favor uh, um, Akinagbe, yeah. who is taking us in this series. Yeah. She... Me, we missed her last week on the air, mm-hmm. and I I stood in for her. Mm-hmm. And uh, this week she's here. Uh, the one the message you heard yesterday, I mean last week, Sunday like this, was just uh, and what do I call it now? Holy Ghost divine, Holy Ghost order because intervention. intervention. I didn't uh, know that she would not be able to enter the studio. Because we don't know where that network is you. But thank God because the Lord gave the word again. Hot from heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then she has this word in her mouth that God has put there. And that must be released. This is the part three now. So we we had part one of breaking of flesh pool. Part one, three weeks ago. We had part three, I mean, last week, Sunday, and this is part three of breaking of flesh through, I mean, pool. Incidentally, she is the one that the Lord really, I mean, blessed with the word to release to God's people. The one that I ministered last week was just to to support her. And the Holy Spirit really did wonder. You can listen to that message last week that is... uh, uh, on the 21st of last week, on the 21st of this month, which being, uh, being Sunday uh, last week. 
God bless every one of us. We thank God today that God will bless us again in his presence. Hallelujah. We talked about last week that uh, about uh, Christ, her Lord, how he to break off the flesh pool. When he was on the assignment to do his, to finish his father's, uh, his father's uh, beat, uh, in the Garden of Eden, the flesh spoke against her, against him. Praise the Lord. Hmm? What did I say? Okay, the land of ah, sorry. <laughs> so the land of Gethsemane at the Garden of Gethsemane, when he was there, uh, uh, the, the 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 flesh acted against the will of the Lord in his life. The flesh the flesh wanted to disallow him to do the work that God has has, has appointed him to do. That is to take up the sin of the old world as his own and carry the sin of his of the world as his own sin and that was how uh the, for your us to know that jesus christ also came in the flesh he came in the flesh the flesh resisted violently the flesh complained about the father that how can i bear all these burden of dying for what i've not done it has been spelled to Jesus Christ what he will do. Mm. The price he will pay. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. So he knew what he came to this world for. But it came to the, he came to the point of fulfilling that divine agenda for his life. Mm. And flesh rose against it. Mm. This is what used to happen to all of us also. Mm. The flesh is always there. In fact, it is not the devil this time. It is not Satan. It is the flesh, the greatest enemy. Huh? And then we ought to understand that even if the enemy want to want to operate, I mean, I mean, the, I mean, uh, uh, the uh, Satan or devil, whatever, want to operate from outside, it is the means of the flesh they uses to arrest us and to make us uh, to, 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 to make us to make us to to, to go against divine purpose of God. So they see up to, up to today and every day and every time what, should, what we should guide against is the activities in the flesh. Because Satan, the first thing that we gave we offered to him at the beginning was our flesh. So and he took it up from there. He appealed to it, he solicited for it through, through eating the apple we ate it from that day, from that time, from the Garden of Eden. He is the one that is now in charge of what? Of activities in the flesh. So he assesses us freely from that area, from the area of flesh. So that is, where, that is the, the point of weakness of every human being, the flesh, the flesh. And when we are talking about the frailty of man, we are talking about it, about the flesh. All of that have to do with the flesh. We are limited in the flesh. We are there is nothing. The Bible says somewhere it said, "The spirit giveth life; the flesh has no gain." Hallelujah! It doesn't gain us anything to be there in the flesh, and to act in the flesh, or to operate in the flesh. You see, brethren, 
we have to understand this fully that even our Lord Jesus Christ, as we said, like we said last week, he too encountered this matter. So the, the flesh said no for dying. It was not Jesus Christ. But do you see the way the Lord answered? He said, not as I will, but as thou will. Meaning that there is a will to do the will of God for him inside. Huh? That was the will inside of our Lord Jesus Christ. But the flesh is saying, no, no, no. Hallelujah. The flesh is, was resisting. Huh? The flesh was resisting Jesus Christ, even our master, our Lord, our king. He was then the garden of Eden. And all he did in the garden of Eden was to defeat the flesh that defeated them, that the devil defeated in the garden of Eden. So because being the second Adam, first Adam was defeated in the flesh or through the flesh, this, the, the second Adam now, for you to know that he was really a man, Emmanuel, God in man, a man in God. Hallelujah. So the man in him rose and that man in him was the flesh. So we should always take note of that, that the man in us, the being in us, that we call man, is first of all flesh now. So, and that was what Christ came to pay the price of. So, to die in the flesh, to die the sin that he have not committed, he was the only one that was sinless. He was the only one that have no sin. Huh? He has never surrendered his flesh to, towards, to, 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 for sin. But the time that he was to fulfill the divine agenda for his life, the flesh stood against him. So, this is an area where we have to take care of that was what we learned last week yeah. that jesus christ what did he do jesus christ prayed with all his being yeah. praise the lord Hallelujah. he prayed with all that was in him praise the lord yeah. he prayed with all that was in him he prayed with strength. He prayed, he prayed. The Bible even said that he prayed with agony. Even that the sweat that was coming out of his body was as issue of, of, um, of blood. So then for you to know how that was how to resist the flesh. The Bible said up until now you have not resisted the flesh even unto the blood. Unto the blood. It, which, which means that if you want to resist the flesh, it mo we must be so violent with the flesh. I'm talking about Christian. I'm talking to. I believe I'm talking. I'm talking to. We are talking to believers. We are talking to those of us that know the Lord and have encountered the Lord. You see, when we encounter the Lord really, really and indeed, and we are saved genuinely, on to the time that we are going to leave this world, we will still continue to battle this flesh. We must be violent with it. Hallelujah. The Bible said right from the time of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence and violence take it by force. What was the what is what what was the what what is the meaning of that? In the time of John the Baptist, Baptist spoke the truth. Ah, sorry, John the Baptist spoke the truth. And when he spoke the truth, what happened? He was arrested for speaking the truth. And he did not deny what he said. He did not eat up his word again. He didn't. He stood firm on what he said. And the wrong that he corrected at that time landed him in prison. And then thereafter, he paid with it. He, 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 he paid for it with his own life. You see, what are we saying in essence? Is this. So there is a violence that we must apply. That even if it, if it is to take our life for 
disallowing the flesh to overcome us and to rule over us. Hallelujah. We must be ready. We must be ready. We must be ready. But we need one thing. We need the power of the Lord. We need the grace of the Lord. We need the glory of the Lord. We need the presence of the Lord. We need the Holy Ghost to help us through. In fact, even Christ, our Master, our Lord, when he was at that Garden of Eden, you knew what happened to him. The Bible said it got to a point that when he prayed, he needed an angel. Mm. I, I never knew whether he was the one who prayed than the angel, but we only, we only read in the scripture that the angel, an angelic, angelic being attended unto him to heed him. Mm. And we have the Holy Ghost as our angel. That's the reason why we need help. We need the strength of the Lord to overcome the flesh pool. That was what we learned last week. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And we pray that the Lord God Almighty will baptize us Amen. with grace and power Amen. in the name of Jesus to, to, to fight and to battle against the flesh to the end. Amen. Because it is fighting against the flesh to the end that is the end thing for, for receiving divine welcoming. Yes, because it is in this flesh that we will fight through and win the accolades mm. that is awaiting us in heaven. Mm. Praise the Lord. So he that overcome, he that overcome that we used to read in the scripture, in the book of Revelation is talking about he that overcome the flesh. He that overcome in the flesh here or not here are the ones that are eligible for meeting, for meeting Christ and for collecting blessings in heaven. That was what he learned last week. Today, we want to know what the Lord will teach us again. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless every one of us as we take time to be with us in this message today. The Lord bless you. Gideon. God bless you. You're welcome. Gideon. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Yes. Mabel. Anare. Anane. God bless you. Thank you, Gideon. God bless you. You are welcome. Amen in Jesus' name. Yes, I want to invite my dear sister. Yes, the daughter of Zion. Amen. In the person of uh, favor, Akinagbe, who will now begin to take us through the message of today, the teachings of today. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the mighty Jesus. Um, it's such a delight to be here again after the last time we had this program. I want to thank everyone for tuning in and those that will download the message later. And even those who have tuned in, after the message, you can always download it and watch again. I mean, and listen again and take notes. Praise the Lord. The Bible says that um, being all slothful in business fervent in spirit serving the lord so there is one thing to hear the word of god and there is another thing to examine our lives face a face with the word of god that okay i'm hearing am i looking like it is there a transformation going on in my life are there adjustments are there things i can do to be better are there things i can do are there lessons to learn from these teachings that will show that 
I'm a workman indeed, workman in the word of God, actively dividing the word of truth. Praise the Lord. Um, as we start today, uh, we're going to pray. I want us to um, close our eyes wherever we are. Wherever you are, you can close your eyes as we pray the presence of God and pray just before we start. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we worship you because you are always with us. Thank you because you are highly welcome in this podcast broadcast of today. Let your name be glorified in Jesus' name. Lord, we yield our hearts to you. We yield our minds to you. We yield our spirits to you, O Lord. Have access without restrictions in our lives, O God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, the teaching today, it will be from the mouth of God to our spirit men. It will be from the heart of God into our spirit men, in the name of Jesus. Father, I commit um, myself into your hands. I pray, O Lord, that you move and manifest freely without restrictions in my entire being in the name of jesus your word says that we should offer ourselves as a living sacrifice lord i offer myself as a living sacrifice right now and at every time of my life father have your way father send forth your word and send forth healing restoration building up in the faith by your word in the mighty name of jesus Lord, we pray for the listeners, those who are currently in the studio, and those who will download the message later. Father, Lord, we pray that as they hear it, they hear the voice of the Holy Ghost. As they hear it, the Holy Spirit has access to their hearts. As they hear it, there is a transformation happening in their lives. In the name of Jesus. Father, we believe because you want to put an end to the works of the flesh in our lives. That is why you've brought this topic to address us lord we pray in the name of jesus that the holy spirit has access in our lives without hindrance in the name of jesus at all times in every situation oh god we respond by the spirit even as we live in the spirit we move in the spirit we have our being in the spirit we walk by the spirit in the mighty name of jesus thank you most blessed redeemer thank you because as we've prayed it is done in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 So um, today, we are continuing on the topic, breaking off the flesh pool. Breaking off the flesh pool. Um, one thing I would like us to know very, uh, very clearly, one thing I would like us to know is that as long as we are in this human flesh, as long as we are in this body of flesh and blood, there is always that tendency to walk in the flesh. There is always that tendency to sin. There is always that tendency to do like Adam or to do like Eve. There is always that tendency, praise the Lord, as long as we are in this flesh this human body there is always that tendency to sin and to walk according to the flesh the bible makes us to understand that the flesh lost it against the spirit so that we will not do the things of the spirit the spirit lost it against the flesh 
so that we will not do the works of the flesh. So at every point in time in our being, there is a strength coming from the spirit of the living God. There is the enablement coming from angelic presence and assistance that has been released to us as children of God. As you are a child of God who believes in Jesus and walk daily following him, there are angels that are assigned to you. There are angels assigned to your purposes on earth. There are angels assigned to guide you. We have um, guardian angels. They are your personal angels. They accompany you. Praise God. The guardian angels are not just there to watch you without being of help to you. They are not just there to look at you, make mistakes, do things wrongly, and then they are not doing anything. No, they are not so. We know from the word guide. What does it mean to guide? To guide means to protect. So if um, a person is babysitting, for example, you don't just like the child that's why you're babysitting him or her you may not necessarily even like the child some people don't like what they do they just do it because of the money but in the case of babysitting as it should be when you're watching over a child you want to be sure that that child is happy you want to be sure that that child is well fed you want to be sure that that child is clean you want to be sure that the child sleeps. You want to be sure that that child um, is not hungry. So you are watching over the child. Because you are a child of God. Because I am a child of God. There are ministering spirits. The Bible talks about ministering spirits that are sent to the heirs of salvation. You are an heir of salvation. I am an heir of salvation. We inherit we inherit, um, we are heirs of salvation. We inherit what God has planned for us in Christ Jesus. Because we believe in Jesus, then we are heirs of salvation, the salvation through Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. So as an heir of salvation, there are ministering spirits sent to you. They are sent to assist you. They are sent to guide you. They are sent to, to, to watch over you to protect you praise the lord so don't you at any point in time feel like you are alone don't at any point in time feel like oh the lord has forsaken me it's just me in this life no there is never a time in life that you are alone as a child even people that have not yet received christ the bible says the eyes of the lord go store and fro to show himself mighty on behalf of those who put their trust in him. To show himself mighty on behalf of those who come to him for refuge. Praise the Lord. So, we have guardian angels as children of God. But the Lord himself, he watches everyone. He watch, the, the Bible says that the Lord examines the hearts of man. He examines our way. Praise the Lord. In the book of Proverbs, there's, there's a lot of wisdom on living and God's um, supervision, God's presence all over us and watching over us. Praise the Lord. So you may think you're living, you're, you're up, you're going, you're doing things all, you know, you're just up and about. But the Lord's eyes is on you. Praise God. In the book of Psalms, the psalmist said, if I hide in the in the darkness behold your eyes if i go into into the darkness if i hide in the darkness behold your eyes sees me praise the lord so god does not see you because it's daytime 
when it is night and everywhere is dark. If the lights in your room are out, God still sees you. So there is never a point in time that you should feel like you are stranded because you are not. You are never stranded. You are as close to what you want. You are as close to help as it is in your mouth. As it is for you to cry out and say, God, help me. You are that close to help. God, help me. You are that close to help. God, help me. You are that close to help. Praise the Lord. So, um, I've had so many testimonies of people who came to be born again, to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, to accept him as their Lord and personal Savior without somebody actually ministering to them, like a person going to minister to them. Some of them came by encounters. Praise the Lord. Some came by the ministering of the Holy Spirit, convicting them that "Ah, this thing you are doing, you should not do it all. You know it's not the best. You know you can do better. Praise the Lord. How much more you that you are saved? How much more you that you know the way? How much more you that the Lord watches over? The Lord does not just watch over you. The Lord has assigned an angel to guide you. A personal guardian angel to watch over you, to guide you. How much more you that have brothers and sisters in the faith all over the world? Whom the Lord has put virtues and blessings to bless the world. There are times personally that I may feel down. Like I said, as long as you are in this human flesh, there is always that tendency. It may come as a surprise. Ah, why will you feel down? It happens. That's part of the things that happens to human beings generally. The Bible talks about David that he encourages himself in the Lord. So there are times that naturally everything may make you feel discouraged. But you remember that there is God. Remember that God is your personal father. Remember that he has said he will never leave you nor forsake you. You remember that his word is on your table. It's just for you to open it and read. You remember that he says, even though I walk through the dark valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. That means the valley is a steepy place, is a low place. It's even dark, so you don't even know. You are not sure of what you will see next. So you're walking, I'm trying to describe the Psalm 23 experience. So you're walking along a steepy road. Instead of the road to be straight and you're walking straight, you're walking like you're descending, you're descending. It's a valley. And then the more you descend, the more darkness you see. So it's like it gets darker by each step. It gets darker by each step. Even though I walk through the dark valley, it's not just a valley, it's dark in that valley of the shadow of death. So as that experience, as the person is walking through the valley, as he's descending that steepy valley, then he's seeing the place is getting darker and darker and it looks as if there's some... You know, there's this fear of death that, oh, what if a wild animal comes out of somewhere and just bites? What if this? What if that? The shadow of death, it looks like death can happen there. He said, I will fear no evil. I I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Praise the Lord. 
So, like I was saying, there are times that I feel discouraged, and then now the, the Holy Spirit tells me, "You can't, you can't wallow in your thoughts. Play a music." play a song god has blessed us with so many amazing music ministers that from their places of encounters with god sounds are released from their encounters with the holy spirit the holy spirit ministers to them for their generation and you have access to them you can go on the internet you know by the spirit of god in you you can make a right selection of what music to listen to that will attend to you at that point in time there are times that the holy spirit causes it that you are exposed to certain kinds of songs voices in at times it's maybe even specific that the spirit of the lord tells you listen to this person right now praise god so you are never alone you are never alone you are never I want you to say to yourself, I am never alone. I am never alone. I can never be stranded. I am a child of God. Even though I walk through the dark valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For the Lord is with me. In the good times, the Lord is with me. In the bad times, the Lord is with me. When I feel like falling into sin, the Lord is with me. And I'm as close to God's help as saying it, God help me. I'm as close to God's help as taking it to the instructions he gives me for that time. Do this, do that. Praise the Lord. I'm as close to God's help as... There are times I'm on my phone and then I went on the internet. Probably probably I'm on the internet. Um, I'm on Instagram, for example. And then... I want to check something. Probably I want to check a product or I want to check a popular person if a song has been released or something. And I see that, okay, I've passed what I wanted to do. I'm doing something else. In my heart, I'm like, hey, God, I'm feeling like I'm getting distracted. The Holy Spirit will say, press home button. Press home button. That is immediate help. If that's it, press home button. Because the system has been built such that you will be distracted. One of the greatest... One of the greatest weapons of the devil in the end times is distraction. The Bible says, if a man, uh, a man that thinks he stands, let him take heed, lest he fall down. You think you're standing. I mean, why do I have to take heed when I'm standing? I'm standing, yes. said, so if you think you stand, take heed. And the Bible says, haven't done all to stand. Haven't done all. So there is this need to be careful. There is this need to be conscious. There is this need to be mindful. Praise God. We have been called by a high calling, the high calling of our Lord Jesus Christ. Christ Jesus, from his early age, from the early times of his life, he knew even before he manifested in the flesh. He knew what he was coming to do on earth. He knew he was coming to die for the sins of men. And he achieved it in a good time. He knew it right from a child. His parent had left. Ah, where's Jesus? Where's Jesus? Let's go back. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Have you seen Jesus? Who knows where Jesus is? Where's Jesus? And they found him in the temple. Oh my God, we've been looking for you. And he said, don't you know be about my father's business? There, there has been that consciousness right from time that there is a business 
that I have to do. There is an assignment that I need to do. There is something that I have to do and I have to do it well. Praise the Lord. There is that consciousness that as I am here, there is something expected of me to do. Praise God. And because of that awareness that Christ Jesus had, it guided his life. It guided his choice of um, his disciples. It guided the choice of his disciples. It guided everything. There are times it will go. Um, I remember the case of the man at the pool. He said, oh, I have no one to, to push me into the water when the angel comes. So they know that that place is a place of angelic visitations. There's an angel that comes to stir the water for healing. And many people are there with expectations, expecting that when it happens, when the angel is there, they are going to, that when the angel is there, they are going to be healed. So when the angel stares it, the first person that enters it is healed. There is that consciousness. Praise God. But you see, that man, that particular man that has been at the pool of Bethsaida, it is not that pool that will heal him. It is a personal encounter with Jesus that will heal him. And Jesus knew that part of the things he's coming to do on earth is to bring healing to this man. Part of the things he has come to do on earth is healing for this man. And he went on the, the day of that man's healing. was the day Christ Jesus went. And he started engaging him. Oh, would you like to? Oh, I love to be healed though. But you see, when the angel comes, nobody will push me into, into the water. Nobody will push me. There's no, I have no man. Jesus is your man. Hey. Jesus he is your man. He's the one that came for him. Praise the Lord. And as Jesus came for that man, he's coming to you. He's coming to me. He's coming to us. Praise the Lord. He is always coming to us. Um, let's go to the book of Luke chapter 4. Matthew, Mark, Luke. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Luke four eighteen. This is um, the prophecy of Jesus. So the Bible says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind. I want you to take note of everything that is stated there. We are going to go through it one after the other. So the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. That's one. As the Spirit of the Lord is upon Jesus, the Spirit of the Lord is upon us. And at every point in time, we should, we should make time for an increase. We should make time for fellowship. If you take note of the lifestyle of Jesus, the Bible recorded that a great while before morning, he departed to the mountains to pray. He had a lifestyle of prayer. There's this song we used to sing um, in the children part of the children rhymes i don't know if it's an adult rhyme but prayer is the key prayer is the key prayer is the master key jesus started with prayers and ended with prayers prayer is the master key so 
throughout the lifetime of Jesus, we could see that Jesus Jesus was not just the Savior. He had a lifestyle of prayer. He did not hide his techniques from us. He did not hide his patterns from us. A great while, when many people will still be sleeping, when many people will still be engaged with some other things, when some people may still be at work, maybe they are doing night shift, whatever your schedule is, waking up before a great while before day may not be... Um, may not be feasible for you if you are someone who works around that time. But make sure that in all of your 24 hours, in all of the 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 24 hours, you have that time that you say, this time is for the Lord. And I'm going to spend it in the presence of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Make sure, no matter how busy, you see, in life, the growth is always upward. The Bible says, the path of the righteous man, it shines brighter and brighter onto the perfect state. So there is an expectation that as a righteous man, your path should go brighter and brighter. The light of God in your life should go brighter and brighter. Your experiences in God should not be dated five years ago. It should not be dated two years ago. It should not be dated... Last year, it should not be dated yesterday. Yesterday I read my Bible, but today I'm so busy. Ah, oh my God. Oh my Lord. It shines brighter, not dimmer. You are a righteous man. I am a righteous man. Our path shines brighter onto the perfect day. So there is a day of perfection. There is a day of perfection. So as it is right now that we are in the flesh, in as it is right now as we are in, in this physical body in this uh, flesh and blood as it is right now it is possible for your flesh to not want to pray it is very possible let's come back to Luke 418 so Luke 418 says the spirit of the Lord is upon me as it is upon Jesus the spirit of the Lord is upon you make time to pray the spirit of the lord is upon you when you receive jesus make time to pray make time to attend to his spirit make time because he has anointed me there's an anointing to preach the gospel to the poor so mission one is what preaching the gospel to the poor mission two he had sent me to heal the brokenhearted so when Jesus sees a man whose heart is broken, he's fascinated, he's drawn to that man. He's drawn to that kind of person. Why? Because the Spirit of the Lord has anointed him for that man. The man at the pool of Bethsaida, he has a similar um, situation with being brokenhearted. But from the words, the Bible says out of the abundance of the hearts, the mouth speaketh. So the man has felt that Ah, the reason why I'm not healed right now is because I don't have a man. I don't have anybody. That's why I'm not healed. And when he was facing Jesus, and Jesus asked him, Will you want to? Ah, I want to be healed. You see, as it is at this place, when the angel comes, I'm so close. I'm, I'm just at the edge of the pool, but I can't enter until immediately after it is being stirred. So I have nobody that will push me into. So at that point in time, the man must have been carried them. Or I don't know how that happened. The Bible didn't give us a record of that. But the man was at that pool. He went there for the purpose of his healing. He knows that people are healed there. He knows he has an alignment that needs to be healed. He knows about all of that. 
So because he has that consciousness of that, he himself has found his way to the, to the, to the pool. Praise God. Let's, let's, um, let's quickly just go to the book of John, John 5, 7. All of this is to explain something. I want you to follow. I want you to follow me. All of this is driving at something. Praise God. Um, John chapter 5, verse, verse 6. John chapter 5, verse 6. Okay, let's start from verse 5. Okay. So verse 5 gave us an introduction of that man. It says, and a certain man was there, which had an infirmity, 30 and 8 years. Praise God. So we don't know the point where he got to the pool. So he had had the infirmity for a long time. And then he heard that, oh, there is a pool where angels come and stir the water and the first person that gets inside is healed. So he found his way there. Probably he begged people to take him there, his family members, whatever means he got himself there. And now he's there. He's there at every time the angel descends. He's there at every time the stirring occurs. It's there. He is there at every time someone steps into the pool before him. So his heart is broken. And Jesus said in the book of Luke, 5.18, it says, um, he, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted. So, Jesus was sent to that man. The man felt, well, if I'm at the pool, I may get lucky one day, I may be healed, maybe I get in there by one means. The Bible recorded that this man is impotent. So, you know, there are diseases, there are sicknesses, there are alignments. For some people, it may just be that it is headache. For some people, it can be that maybe they are partially paralyzed. So half of the body cannot move, but half of the other body can move. This man, the Bible says, is impotent. It appears to me that he cannot even move himself. Ah, like he cannot even help himself. So he's at the point of encounters, but he can't even help himself. So let's read. Um, he, he had an infirmity 30 and 8 years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case. So as Jesus saw him, Jesus was registering. Jesus was like, ah, this man has been there for a long time. He, has, he had been now a long time in that case. So probably he, was, he, was, he, he, was, um, he had the impotency for eight years. And he got to the pool. And he stayed 30 years at the pool. I'm just saying probably because the bible did not give us the breakdown of when the impotency started when he got to the pool we just thought that the entire time of this man being in this condition of being impotent is 38 years when jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case he said unto him will thou be made whole the impotent man answered him sir i have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool but while I'm coming, so while I'm trying to make an effort, while I'm push, oh, while I'm pushing, while I'm trying to to get to the pool, another step it down before me. So at every point in time, this man is 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 faced with failure at the edge of his healing, at the edge of his healing, and it is for such a man like this that Jesus Christ was sent. He said, "The Holy Spirit is upon me. The Spirit of God is upon me. He has anointed me to." He has anointed me to preach the gospel. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. How come healing is attached to being brokenhearted? Like you expect to heal the sick or to heal the diseased. Brokenhearted healing. 
the healing of that man will start from his mind. So Jesus started with a conversation. Will you want to be? Oh, I have nobody. That's the first thing. His first point of pain, the first thing that is breaking his heart is that, ah, I, there's nobody to help me. I have nobody. While I'm coming, another one stepped before me. The, the, even the other one that I seen that I was here before he came, he did not even try to push me to the water so that when an angel comes next time, he can go inside. But as I'm even trying to even make, while I'm coming, while I'm trying, another stepped down before me. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed and walk. Hallelujah. Take up thy bed and walk. As Jesus said, I'm saying to you right now, whatever downcast situation you may be in, whatever difficult situation you may be in, whatever case you are in that is, that is bowing your head in, in, in pain, bowing your head in, in being broken, broken in your spirit, feeling like there is no help, feeling like you are stranded, rise, take up thy bed and walk in the name of Jesus. And immediately... The man was made whole. Immediately receive your wholeness in the name of Jesus. The Bible said the man was made whole. Not the man was healed. How come? I don't know. And immediately the man was made whole. So it's, it's beyond the impotency. So the man is sick, is impotent. That's one. Number two, his heart is broken. Number three, he has no help. And Jesus came. And with one word, the three things that were wrong with him were gone. So at this point in time, it's not like the man was healed. It's not that the man's heart that is broken has been mended. The man was made whole, wholeness in his body, wholeness in his soul, wholeness in his spirit. There are times that you may be okay. Maybe uh, what 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 could be the reason why people are down? People can be down because of emotional reasons, for financial reasons, for life reasons. Maybe career things are not going the way they want it to go, or they are struggling. They are not getting it. Some people have great career, but they, at the family front, it's not working. The wife is not supportive. The children don't even, they don't even know their father. Praise the Lord. Different things happen to different people. So you may look at someone from the outside and say, well, everything is going well for him. At least he has money. Maybe your own personal problem is finances. And you see someone that looks like has no financial problem. So you think, oh, this one, at least he has money, so it's fine. Everything is well with him. But inside his heart, there are some other areas of his heart that is breaking. There are some other areas of his life that is hurting. Praise the Lord. This man did not just have, um, it, it was not just healed of impotency. Jesus made him whole. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed, that's verse 9, and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. Praise the Lord. I won't go to the story after this. We are only speaking about the man's state and Jesus' intervention. Because the following story is, a, is, a, is not part of what we are discussing right now. So the man was made. He took up his bed and walked. So all the, all the while, he was thinking that he would be healed by the water. He was thinking that it was the staring of the angel that would bring his healing. Meanwhile, his healing is in Jesus. The same way his healing is in Jesus. Some people's healing, some people's intervention, some people's breakthrough are in you. Some people's help are in you. Some people's lifting are in you. Some people's comfort are in you. Praise the Lord. God has deposited something in every person for the world. 
He has deposited something in every person for the world. Everybody will not be popular. The, the goal is not to be popular. Praise God. But the goal is to fulfill destiny, whichever way it is. So the destiny may be you, your, a person's destiny can be the children you raise. Your children must be excellent. That can be a destiny. Praise God. That you, the children you raise must be, very, must be excellent. Praise God. Mary was not popular. Mary was not very popular. I mean, she wasn't, she wasn't, it was Jesus we heard of the most. But before Jesus became, you know, before he was going about the father's business and was going around and thousands would gather around him and he would minister to them and they would be blessed, Mary has been there grooming him. She, 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 she gave birth to him. She watched him grow. She encouraged him following the Lord. Of course, he's God in the flesh. He will follow God, but God needed a vessel. God needed a kind of vessel for a kind of purpose. The Bible says in a great house, there are many vessels. There are vessels of wood. There are vessels of stone. And I want to bring it closer to you. Like in, even in your house, personally, there will be some, some things that you only use on special occasion. Maybe when you have some special kinds of guests, that's when you bring some special kinds of plates house. There are some food you only eat when you are very happy. Yes, it's not that you don't eat well. It's not that you don't, you are not happy. But some food are convenience food. So you can just walk past a restaurant and just go inside and eat. And there are some days you'll be like, oh, I really want to. I want that homemade feel. I want to make a big, I want to make a big deal of this lunch. Praise God. There are some things for special occasion. So in a great house, in a big house, in, in a great house, there are vessels of wood, there are vessels of stone, there are vessels unto honor, there are vessels unto dishonor. Praise the Lord. So there are vessels for great purposes. Okay, don't let me put it that way. There are vessels for specific purposes. So one man's purpose may be to be the mother of the Savior. Another man's purpose may be to be the Savior of the world. Praise the Lord. One man's purpose could be to be an helper. To someone else using the case of um like ruth and naomi last two weeks saturday we had a discussion on accepting the family you marry into you can watch it you can go and download it you can go and watch it you will surely be blessed so the purpose of ruth was to help naomi at that point in time when she felt god has abandoned her god had left her and she was a sucker she was comfort to her and after she she's now coming back to herself, after she's been strengthened, then she thought of roots. Oh, this roots, I should find rest for her. Praise the Lord. I should find rest for roots. And at that point in time, the Naomi that seemed to be someone that nothing good could come out of at that point in time was the one who brought about the settlement of roots. I know somebody. Do this, do this, do this. This person will follow what I have said. Praise the Lord. And as we saw it, Naomi even became happier at the end of the day. She had lost two sons. But then when, when the Lord turned again her captivity and the Lord used roots for her, she said, oh, you are worth to me more than seven sons. Praise God. So there are purposes that each man is sent to fulfill in the lives of other people. There are purposes your life is sent to fulfill in your place of work, in your community, in your ministry, in your family, in the family you marry into. 
Praise the Lord. Now, we were talking about Jesus just before we mentioned this um, man's case at the pool of um, Bethsaida. All of this is to point to you, is to emphasize through the word of God that you are never stranded. No matter how difficult it gets, in every man's life, there are high times, there are low times. There are times you are very happy, you just wake up happy. You don't necessarily have a reason for that happiness, but you are just happy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. There are times you are very, very happy. And there are times that situations and circumstances around you want to get to you and want to dampen your spirit. There are, in the case of Job, there was a time he was the richest man. Everything was working for him. He had a wife. He had children. He was prosperous. All his children were prosperous. Praise God. And another time came that he was, he was being tested. And it even came from God. The devil came and said, Ah, God, this is your guy. Uh, are you sure it's not because you're being good to him? Oh, I trust God, uh, Job. I know, I know Job. <laughs> have you have you considered my servant Job? Have you seen this Job of a person? Have you considered him? And he said, Oh, it's because you're good to him. It's because you're good to him. Just let me touch him. You will see. He will betray you sharply. That was his own downtime. So Job endured all of that period. He said, the thing I feared most had come unto me. He endured all of that process. And the Lord restored him again. Even more than he was before the downtime. Praise God. So I want you to know that no matter how terrible the situation you may be in, no matter what you feel, maybe you feel, oh, I'm addicted. I cannot break away from this addiction. My, my father was addicted. My grandfather was addicted. Oh, I, I, have, I, have, I have to be addicted. There is, there is a legitimate thing in my family with this addiction is not strange it's not new i'm not the first person you can be the last person yes you can be the last person you can be the one to break it and say you know what now and no further this is the end of this thing in my life and in my family and in my lineage and in my generation forever and ever and ever amen so how does this relate to breaking off the flesh boom now the pull of the flesh comes to everyone. What we've discussed what the flesh pull is two weeks ago. You can um, go to the beginning of this sermon where we started breaking off flesh pull. I I explained what the flesh pull is and all of that. It is that you know that tendency to sin. It is that drawing into sin. The Bible says that the flesh lusted against the spirit. That time that you are reading your Bible, that's the time you are conscious of every second. That's the time it's dawning on you. Oh, I need to call a friend. Oh, I need to actually sleep. Ah, I, there's one movie I want to watch. That's the pull of the flesh. It comes as distractions. It comes as taking your mind away from that which you need to do. In the parable of the sower, the Bible says that why Jesus was explaining to his disciples, he said, the seed that fell upon the roadside, that, that fell upon the soil by the roadside and the birds of the air came to pick on pick them that those seeds the seed is the word of god it fell upon this kind of people like it fell upon that kind the roadside soil but because the the bird that came to pick it up is 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 uh, the devil the wicked one so that the seed will not take root praise god so that time that you are trying to take root spiritually by praying that time you are trying to take root spiritually by reading your bible there is a pull to do something else to do something else to do something else so you want to down you want to watch a sermon 
that oh you were not able to make it at the conference personally and you're like oh this conference i know by the spirit of god that i should participate in it whether i'm there physically i can always download it offline and watch i can always download it offline and pay attention as if this is real time as it is happening and then when you check oh this particular like the first session is four hours that calculation four hours four hours only for session one so afternoon session another six hours wow i may not be able to do this you see at that point the flesh is pulling you out of consistency it's trying to pull you out of paying attention to things that would benefit your spirit it's trying to pull you out of paying attention to things that will strengthen your inner man praise god you are as fulfilled as what you make time for the things you say you want to do to advance yourself in the things of god you are as fulfilled as making time for them if you don't make time for your spiritual life you will not grow in god you will not because there's always something that will happen at every time to occupy you. There's always something that will happen at certain times to engage you. There's always something that will show up at a certain time to distract you. Now it's up to you to say, God, I know help is available. I know, Jesus, you are my man. Like the man at the pool of Bethesda that says, I have no man. No, my friends, I don't have spiritual friends. Change your friends. If your friends are not helping your spiritual growth if you are a a grown man in the spirit you can pray for them but then have people that can support you to grow in the things of god praise god have people that can encourage you have people that you can explain some some mysterious things to and they'll say you know what they'll hold your hand and they'll say let's pray let's pray i think the lord is trying to do so 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 and so i think the lord is trying to do abc and d Joseph was in the dungeon. The chief butler and the chief baker, they were troubled because of the dream they had. Thank God they had Joseph in their midst. They, I mean, if you are in the dungeon of the king, probably you are a criminal. Because if you don't do something wrong, they won't put you in prison. But even in that prison, there was help. How much more you that you are free and no, you are no, your movement is not restricted. Even if your movement is restricted, even if this message is being played in the prison, the spirit of the Lord is everywhere. Your help is as close as you asking for it. Your help is as close as you, you putting your mind on it that God, please, by all means, in all means, help me. Don't leave me stranded. Praise the Lord. The Bible made record that Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane. Jesus knew his times and his seasons. He knew that at this point in time, I'm about to carry the sin of the whole world. This point in time, I'm about to, to, to take on me a burden of sin that, I, I, that is not convenient for me. This point in time, I'm about to, I'm about to go even further in this purpose, in this fulfillment in, in fulfillment of destiny, I'm about to go even, I'm very close to the end of this thing. I'm very close. And the Bible says he prayed. Do you know the kind of um, engagement, like personal strength engagement that can make your sweat be as blood? There is a term it is called, there's a medical term it is called. So it is possible. There's a medical term, I can't remember the term right now. But there's a medical term it is called when your sweat is like blood when it is like blood 
he was in deep house. He was in it. He, he was in, in in a position where he knew what was coming, and because he knew what was coming, he he had already plucked himself in prayers that God, if it is possible, let this thing pass. At that point in time, he was calling for help. Praise God! That was the time of that was the time of receiving the grace before going to the cross. Praise the Lord. That was the time of receiving that grace that God, I'm about to carry the sin of the whole world. I am a sinless man. I have not done any of this thing. They are going, naturally, you will feel offended. You will feel offended. You did not do something wrong. Someone just walked up to you and slaps you. You will feel offended. In the flesh, you want to retaliate. How dare you slap me? You will feel offended. Or it may not even be physical. Someone just come and talks you down. And probably you have a self-esteem. You feel like, oh, I'm an important person. Oh, I try to be courteous to people. So I expect courtesy and I expect so from people. I'm an honorable man. And somebody came and spoke to you or treat you in a dishonorable manner. Naturally, you will feel like reciprocating that. Praise God. But yielding and turning towards the Spirit. Holy Spirit, help me. Ah, Holy Spirit, please help me. Please help me. This person is getting to me. I'm so offended, but Lord, please help me. The Bible says, in your anger, do not sin. So, anger produces something. It produces something. It it tends you to to doing something. It produces something. Praise the Lord. But the Bible says, in your anger, that's in the book of Psalms 4. In your anger, do not sin. When you're on your bed, lay down and be quiet. Praise the Lord. Praise the mighty Jesus. So there is there is that need of there, there will always be times where you want to walk in the flesh. Not necessarily because you desire it, but because when you stretch your hand out, you can see the flesh and blood. You can see the color of your skin. You can see your nails. You can see that this is tangible flesh and blood. So how do you overcome it? You grow in the spirit. You make time for the spiritual goods. The pool will always come. Praise the Lord. The pool, we all, it will always come. That time you think, oh, I'm getting so serious with God. I'm getting so committed with God. That is the time. Just finish a prayer session. It's enough. Something will come to distract you. Oh, now you are done with the prayer session. Remember that film you want to watch? Oh, now that you are done with prayer session. Remember this thing that you want to do? Oh, why don't you just go online and just, you know, relax? Then you prayed for two hours, but you've been online for three hours. At the end of the day, look at it. Activities of the spirit, two. Two hours. Activities of, activities of the flesh, three. Three hours. Three hours and two hours, which is greater. So as you are charging up yourself spiritually, you are also depleting yourself by engaging in carnal things that are not really growing you at the same time. So it looks as if, but, but I pray. But you still gossip. And then it looks as if, but, but I try, I mean, but... I, I, I go for retreats. But you still waste your time with things that don't help you spiritually. Praise God. There is that need to say, you know what? I'm going to take hold of my life. Not because I can take hold of my life, but because I can submit myself to the Spirit of God. There is help for me in God. The Bible says uh, in the book of Psalms 3, many are there that many... Many are they increase that trouble me. Many are they that rise up against me. Many that be which say of my soul. There is no help for me in God. But thou, O Lord, thou art a shield. The Lord is a shield for you. 
Praise God. The Lord is a shield for me. The Lord is for you. Say it to yourself. The Lord is for me. The Lord is for me. He watches over you. He has assigned a, an angel to guide you as a guardian angel. If you need more angelic assistance, he will send it. When the, the disciples were trying to stop the mob that came around Jesus after his prayer time, they were trying to stop them. Jesus said, if I needed angels, I can call them. It's not a matter of um, there is shortage in heaven. There is never shortage in heaven. Whatever you are going through, there is never shortage in heaven. There is never, never, ever, ever shortage in heaven. Don't you know who God is? He's the omnipotent one. He's omnipotent one. That means he has all power. All potency is, is him. And you are his. So there is never a time where there is a shortage of, of divine help. There is never a time where there is shortage of help to break off from sin. We need to have it in our minds at every time. Lord, help me. Identify what are the things I'm struggling with. What are the things I am struggling with? What is that thing that has built, uh, built so many things around my life and it looks as if I can't do much for myself because every time I'm distracted, every time, every time, every time I'm doing something that's, that is not helping me. What are those things? Identify it and let them be your prayer points. Lord, I know that the kingdom of God suffered violence and the violent take care it by force. You see this kingdom, I'm a part of it. This salvation, I am saved, I will not lose it. Help me. These are the areas I'm struggling with. These are the areas that it looks as if the flesh has the best of me. These are the areas it looks as if all I just need to know is that a new movie is released. I'll spend the next three days watching movies non-stop without even opening my Bible for one second. These are the areas, oh, I know all I need is just a bunch of friends that wants to take me out. I'll go out and make a mess of myself. These are the areas, oh Lord, for me, all I just need is to, you know, be looking for gist all over the place. Identify what it is, what is it for you? What is that thing? What is that area? You will know it because when you are doing the things of, it may be sleep. Father, sleep wants to finish my life. Sleep wants to take the best of me. The Bible says a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, so shall thy poverty come. And so shall thy poverty pounce on you or come upon you like a bandman. man. Identify it. What is it? What is this thing? What, what is it? What is it? Is it laziness? Or oh, you think laziness is just a word? It's not just a word. It's not just a word. It's not just a word that defines being lazy. It is also the workings that ensures that a man may not make progress in life. Because the thing that just keeps stopping him is just that laziness. So, laziness is there, but there's a spirit sponsoring that activity in his life. When you look around, when you go out, you look around, you, you, you just, you know, look around. You see people at different stages of their life. People experiencing, experiencing different things at different points in time of their life. Praise God. Some people at certain times, what is happening to them is that, oh, they are in a battle. And the battle is that they will not achieve things in life. So they will labor. The Bible says that the labor of a foolish man, it wearies him. 
For some people, it can be foolishness. You may not know it, but you just sit down. Oh, I think I've thought carefully. I think I've made the best decision. And then it just keeps looking as if you were wasting time. It just keeps looking as if everything is just looking the same. Praise God. We as Christians need to pay attention to our lives. Not just by going to church every Sunday. Not just by attending conferences. Not just by um, fasting and prayers. No, but by making time that you know what? This time, this day, every day, I will do this, I will do that, I will do that. That will draw me closer to God. Time and space. So for you, it can be that, okay, I work night shift, I'm a nurse. I'm just saying, I'm not a nurse. I am not a nurse. I'm saying, like for a person that is a nurse, can say, okay, for this period, I'm on night shift. So saying that I want to wake up early to pray may not work because I just finished the shift and I'll most likely be sleeping at that time. What happens in the afternoon? You can put your prayer time in the afternoon. You can put your prayer time in the afternoon. Prayer is not always... God, I want this. God, I want that. Prayer can be, search me, Lord. Search me. What is remaining? What is that thing that is not completely given to you? What is that thing? Search my heart. Search search me and know me. If there be any, any evil way in me, deliver me from presumptuous sin. Praise God. Prayer can be, Lord, I need more of you. 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 Your word says, if I walk in the spirit, I will not fulfill the works of the flesh. I want to walk in the spirit. It's been a struggle. Help me. Fill me up with the spirit. If you can pray in tongues, you can say, you know what? I want to pray in tongues with these things in my mind. What do I want in my mind? My mind is I want to draw close to God. Many times in church when they say, oh, if you have a special request, you know, just this five minutes, talk to God about anything. You are talking about the car. You're talking about the house you want. You're talking about the promotion you need in your place of work. You're talking about the battle you want God to fight for you. It's good. It's fine. It's acceptable. God will do that for you. I mean, we pray, we ask him for things. He does it for us. But beyond that is that relationship. That is our relationship with God. It is, that is our personal relationship with God. The Bible says, what will it profit a man if he gains the world? So if your relationship with God is based off what he can do for you, you may lose your soul. Praise God. Not because you want to lose your soul or because when God blesses you, it happens that you lose your soul. No. But because your mind may only be on the good things that can come from God. Think of it like in a relationship. When a man and a woman is in a relationship, the man is not just in a relationship with the woman because she's beautiful or because she's the kind of woman he needs for his life and destiny. It's not just in a relationship with her because of the things he can get from her. He's also in a relationship with her because he genuinely, genuinely loves her. Praise God. Jesus genuinely loves us. He will provide for you. He's Jehovah Jireh, the God our provider. He will provide for you. He will fight your battles for you. He's the Lord of hosts, Jehovah Sabaoth. He will fight your battles for you. But beyond the things he can do for you is that genuity. If you feel like the love you have for God is depleted, Father, fill me up with love for you. I know I love you, but I don't feel like I love you so much anymore. Please fill me up. Fill my heart with love for you. Fill my heart with love for you. Fill my heart with love for you. Fill my heart with love for you, oh God. 
please help me. Help me not to be distracted by this word. I have mentioned it earlier during this, um, this particular broadcast that one of the weapons that the enemy is using in this end time is distractions. So the Bible says, if a man that thinks he stand, let him take heed. So you are standing. You know you are standing. You think you are standing, but still take heed. Take heed lest you fall. Take heed lest you fall. Jesus said, not everyone who calls on me, Lord, Lord, we enter into my rest. Not anyone, not everyone who calls on me, Lord, Lord. That means it is possible for you to call on God for personal reasons, not really minding your relationship with God. That's why it's important to make time for it. So if you work during the day, you can make time for your relationship with God. You don't need to start with five hours. You don't need to start with two hours. You can start with at least two hours, five minutes. Just put, there's something I do with my phone when I want to do something relating with time. I may say, okay, I want to trek from this place to this place. I want to know from year to year, how many minutes is it? So they said that when you work 15 minutes per day or 30 minutes per day, it helps to with body locomotion. Your hand is moving, your legs are moving, your head is moving, your neck is moving, your shoulder is moving. You know, it helps with, so with your body. So I'm like, okay, I want to go to that place. How many minutes is this? So I want to calculate it. So I put on my stopwatch and I'm moving and it's just counting seconds, seconds. When I get to where I am going to i stop it probably it's already five minutes probably it's already 11 minutes in in that same way you can do it for your prayer life and say lord i know i'm struggling with my prayer life if it is to listen to message i can listen i can be listening to message and still be browsing on 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 my phone i can be listening to message and still be distracted but i want to make i want to put in more effort i want to see a change in my spiritual life i want to be changed indeed okay I'm going to start. You can ask him to help you how you want to start. You see, speaking with God is not rocket science. It's not difficult. It's, it's, it's as simple as you opening your mouth and speaking. It's as, it's as simple as you opening your mouth and speaking. The only thing is that you have to keep at it. And he's there to help you. Praise the Lord. The Bible says that the Lord is a rewarder of them who diligently seeks you. So before you put it in your heart to, to seek, God has already brought you to the podcast today to hear what will drive you in your spiritual life. He has already brought you to the podcast today to hear what will, what will increase your oil. You know, there are some messages you hear and then your oil is, is increased. You, you feel more aligned spiritually you feel you you are remembered of the things that god will have you do on the days when you were consistent with him the bible says the path of the righteous man shines brighter and brighter so there should not be days of being consistent with god every day is a day to build on the relationship of yesterday in your work with god every day is a day to add to what experiences you had yesterday with god god is inexhaustible there can never be a time where you are done that okay i'm done knowing god i've known him completely you know there's nothing new oh that's not true there is never an end to god he's everlasting so there's always something new every day there's always something new every time engage him engage him praise the lord there are atmospheres all over the place you can be in a place and all of a sudden you are feeling sad you don't know why you're feeling sad but you are just feeling sad pray 
Start speaking in tongues. I rebuke every spirit of being downcast. You will not stand. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I receive strength in my spirit, man. I am happy. I am not depressed. Nothing is wrong with me. Praise the Lord. Some people will get to the point of, you know, committing suicide. Before taking that decision to say, oh, I want to kill myself, there has been whispering from spirits, spirits of death, spirits that want to, spirit of untimely death, spirits that wants to draw them to hell. It has been ministering around them. So as a Christian, beyond going to church, to go to church is excellent. You should go. You should. It's excellent. You have to go. But after you are back from church, you are not done with your communication with God. On your way home, you can communicate. Father, thank you for the service today. Thank you for this week. This week is blessed already. Everything is sorted. Father, Lord, what would you, what, what would you have me do this week? Personally, I want to grow in these areas. I want to dream dreams and remember them. I dream, but I don't remember them. I want to dream this time around, and I want to remember them. Please help me. Oh, I have a Bible plan that I abandoned. I started it, but I just abandoned it. Lord, help me. This week is blessed. I will only walk in the spirit. I will not walk in the flesh. Whatever is waiting for me during this week that wants to take me out of the way of righteousness, Father, keep me from them. Don't let it happen. Make declarations over your week. Make declarations over anything. Communicate. Engage yourself with God. Praise the Lord. That way you are, you are building strength in the realm of the spirit. You are building strength in your, in your spirit man. So an habit is forming in you that you always call on God, that you always pray on God. In the book of Psalms, it says, quicken us to call upon your name. So there is, there is a quickening happening in you to call upon God and you are actually calling upon God. Even while being in church, some people can be in church and their mind is, is, is on Friday. It's Sunday, but their mind has got into weekend. That has not even started. Their mind has got into Friday. When Monday has not even... Sunday is not yet even afternoon. But their mind is on Friday. Distractions. Distractions. So the Bible says, take it. Even if you think you're standing, take it. Today, this sermon, this message, is focusing on the strengths of the Spirit. That the Spirit of the Lord is available to help you. And that the Spirit of the Lord is open to receive you praise god because you are in the flesh you have tendencies to sin so it's easy for you to walk in sin because you are in the flesh but because you are a you are a new man you are saved let's open to the book of second corinthians second corinthians uh, chapter 5 verse 17 it says, therefore, I believe you are there. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. He is a new man. He is a Christ man. He is a man that is in Christ. So Christ is also in him. You can see him and see the way Jesus does. You see it in him. Jesus lived a life of prayer. He is a man, he is a man of prayer. Jesus was full of the Holy Ghost. This man is full of the Holy Ghost. When I use the word man, I'm referring to both male and female. Praise God. So it also says that this lady is full of the Holy Ghost. So he is a new creature. If a man be in Christ, um, verse 17 therefore if any man being christ is a new creature all things are passed away behold all things are become new 
part of all things passing away and all things becoming new is that you change your lifestyle. Praise the Lord. Part of it is changing of that lifestyle. God, I have received you. The change even starts from I acknowledge, I admit I'm a sinner. I admit that I am a sinner. Right now, I'm feeling a leading in my spirit to make an altar call. So wherever you are, as you're listening, if you feel like, you know what? I can, I can, I can do better. I want to renew my consecration to god i want to renew my commitment to god i want to give my life to christ again i want to i want to give my life to christ anew i want to forsake my old ways i want to give my life to christ if you're listening from anywhere and you want to give your life to christ i want you to say these prayers after me and you can say the prayers even for your loved ones that are not saved your brothers, your sisters, your friends, your neighbors that you know are not saved. You can say, Lord, I'm making this confession on behalf of Timothy. He's not saved. I'm making this confession by prophecy, knowing that as I've, as I've made this confession, he will open his mouth and make the confession and come to Christ. You can also make those confessions on behalf of those people who need to be saved that the lord has put them in your mind to be praying for them or you feel like this person can be saved father in the name of jesus i come before you and i acknowledge that i have sinned acknowledged that i have walked in the flesh acknowledge oh god that i am a sinner and lord i'm sorry for all my sins i believe that you sent your son my lord jesus christ to die for my sins and i receive true faith salvation in christ jesus father please forgive me of all my sins and receive me into your kingdom in the name of jesus i declare that my life belongs to jesus and my life will be to honor his name holy spirit come into my heart and take preeminence of my spirit and my soul and my body in the name of jesus has jesus prayed that those that you have given to him that you should keep them from the evil one lord keep me from the evil one that i may not go back into the world that i may not go back into sin i accept jesus as my lord and my personal savior now and forever in jesus name amen congratulations welcome to the faith welcome to the life in christ welcome to the salvation of your soul praise the lord part of the altar call part of coming to give your life to christ is saying lord I acknowledge that I've been doing things the wrong way. I acknowledge that I've been walking in sin. I acknowledge that what I think I was doing that is fun to me. Fornication, adultery, fighting, strife, walking in sin, drunkenness, the things I've been doing that have been wrong. I acknowledge that indeed they were not fun they were wrong things and they were even grieving your heart at that point now i want to do the right things and part of doing the right things is mapping even in your calendar 
I'm going to pray. I'm going to read the word of God. The Lord Jesus said that the words I speak to you, they are spirits and they are life. During the week, I was in a conversation with my mother. And then she was talking to me about something. And she was, you know, using the scriptures to encourage me. She was telling me, oh, this, this is what the word of the Lord says about this. This is this, this is that. And I was listening to her. And as she was saying those words, as she was quoting those scriptures, I was completing it to her. She said, oh, I thought you just go to <laughs> She said, I thought you just go to work. I thought, you know, you go to work every day. You are busy. You are engaged. So you, are, you don't have time. I said, ha. I said, I have time, oh, I have time. She said, because I work nine to five and my work is engaging. It deals with a lot of movement and all of that. So at times when I come back, I'm tired. But on my phone, there are different alarms. This is even getting personal right now. I have alarm. I have alarm for nine o'clock prayers. I have alarm for 10 o'clock prayers. I have alarm for 11 o'clock prayers. I have alarm for 3 p.m., 6 p.m., like I have different alarms for prayers at different times. Praise the Lord. Those are part of the structures that I've built. Saying, you know what, it doesn't matter how busy I get. No matter how busy you are right now, you'll get busier. There is never a time where people do less of what they can do. So you are, you are doing something, you are engaged with something, and it's taking your time. Because you are doing what you are doing very well, you'll get promoted. You will get more experience. You'll get more exposure. You'll be able to take new tasks. You'll be able to take more things to do. And when you take more things to do, what does that do to you? Because you take more things to do, that means you're doing more. You're doing more than what you were doing two months ago. You're doing more than what you were doing five months ago. You're doing more than what you were doing two years ago. Praise the Lord. So will you say, because I'm very busy, so I'm too busy for God. Whose life... Whose life, how do I even put this? Whose breath is in your nostrils? Whose spirit is keeping you alive to do whatever you are doing? Praise the Lord. So I was speaking with her and I was like, ah, Bible says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the out of the mouth, out of the mouth of God. And she was, oh wow, that's nice. I said, I know that. I have things that engage me every time even beyond you know time i'll be like i want to rest and something can just come up and i need to attend to it but i know for sure that what is keeping me alive is being alive in the spirit so it doesn't matter whatever engages me your prayer time is not every time you enter your prayer time you are so strengthened you want to walk up and down at times i'm tired i'm on the bed but i'll make sure i'm praying Sometimes, prayer time, I'm out of the room. I'm walking in the house. At times, I'm pacing up and down in the room. At times, I'm on my feet. At times, I'm on my knees. Whatever posture you want to take, take it. But make sure you are praying. Make sure. Make sure. Make sure that you are praying. Whatever posture. Just don't sleep off on it. Even if you sleep off, wake up and continue the prayers. Man cannot live by bread alone. It's not by, oh, I'm satisfied in this area. Are you satisfied in God? Is God satisfied in you? Praise the Lord. Can God count on you and say, I I have this man. If I want to speak now, he can hear me now. It doesn't matter the level you are at spiritually. There is always room for God. 
for for God is everlasting. There's always room for more, more of God, I mean to say. God is everlasting. So you can never come to a point where you are saturated. The Lord enlarges our capacities. The Bible says, as as babes desire the sincere meek of the word of God, that you may grow thereby. So there's room for growth. There's room for growth. There's room for expansion in the spirits. There's room for gaining more strength. There's room for, for, for gaining strength. There is room for building capacity in the place of prayer. There is room for growing, for growth. There is room for taking root deeper. So you are already deep. Praise God. Congratulations. You are deep, but you can be deeper. You are strong. You can be stronger. You are wise. You can be wiser. There is always room for more. There is always room for more. More of God in your life. More of God in your whatever engages you, your career, your business. More of God even in in your spirit man there is always room for for more praise god so you may be at the level that oh i remember my dreams but can you see visions then you can grow into it you may be at the level that oh i see visions okay can you prophesy you can grow into it not because you want to make a show and say well well i see visions i prophesy i do this i do that but because you want to grow you want to grow you want to grow you want to grow you want to grow. You want to ex- extend. You want to expand. Let's go to the book of Proverbs twenty-five, twenty-eight. We'll soon be rounding up this session already. This topic is broad. And I'm grateful to God for utterance and for guidance. Such that even as it is, the as we listen to it, as we pay attention to the word of God coming to us in this season, it shapes our lives. It shapes our Christian experience. It strengthens us to do more for God. You think God is done with you? No, He is not done. He is not done. He is not done. There's so much He can do. There's so much He's willing to do. There's so much He's doing already. And there is always room for more. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So, um, Proverbs 25, verse 28. That's the last verse of Proverbs chapter 25. It says, He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. He that hath no rule over his own spirit. What's the Bible saying here? Have rule over your spirit. You need to desire it personally. You need to make time for it. And you need to actually do it. So if you set time that 8 o'clock I want to be praying, make sure that at 8 o'clock you are praying. Before it is 8, already start reading the Bible, listening to uh, Christian songs, um, watching a sermon. You are already in line. You are preparing your spirit man for that time of prayer. Not when you just finish gossip the last minute and then the next minute you want to start praying. It will not work that way. Praise God. So you make time for it. Okay, I'm going to be prayed by it. From 7.30 to 8, what will I do that will, that will facilitate the prayer time of that 8 o'clock? What will I do? I'm going to read my Bible. So from 7.30 to 8, it's 30 minutes. You read your Bible. By the time you start praying, it does not feel like a, a, a hot switch from, you know, 
um, from something entirely different from what you are doing. You're already praying. You're already studying the Bible. You're already doing a spiritual activity. So from reading to prayers, it's easy. From sermon to prayers, it's easy. From sermon to reading the Bible, it's easy. Not from putting from you know social media to prayers. It's going to be a struggle. That's it. So the Bible says, He that has no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. That's Proverbs 25, um, 28. So it is expected of, of us that if we don't... Okay, what is a city that is broken down? A city that is broken down is a city that is not guarded. A city that is not secured. A city that is not protected. A city that has no covering. A city that has... You can't be safe in it. So it's just like you sleep with your door open. So in the middle of the night, anybody can walk in. Because the door is open. So this case is even worse. That city has no walls. It is when the city has a fence that it can have a gate. Now, there's no fence. There's no fence. There's no gate. Everywhere is open. Porous. That situation, that porous situation, is the case of a man that has no rule over his life. So whatever comes to him to do at any time, that's what he does. There's no planning of, I want to take up my cross and follow Jesus. Praise God. So we are rounding up with this scripture. I want you to start praying right now. That Father, as I've heard, may I be a doer. In the name of Jesus, Lord, as I've heard your word, I want to be a doer of your word. I want to be a doer of your word. I want to be a doer of your word. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved. I have my Bible. I'm not paying rent for holding it. I don't pay for it every second. It's mine. I can read it 24 hours a day. Nobody will stop me. Help me to read it. Help me to, help me, help me, help me to give time to prayer. Begin to pray. You can pray in the Holy Ghost if you feel led to pray in the Holy Ghost. You can pray with understanding. Just pray. Make sure you are praying. Father, your word has come to us, Lord. We want to walk in the Spirit. We receive grace to walk in the Spirit at every point in time. We are never stranded. We receive grace to walk in the Spirit. Grace to always be led by the Spirit. Grace to always walk by the leading of the Spirit. Grace, O Lord, to walk in the Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus. Rebo ko shakale ko Ribo sikadi baleko shakadi asiako dikadi alo sikadi ada. Grace, oh God, to fulfill destiny. Grace to make our lives count while on earth. Ilebo shakabalo sikalo akwaso kalikasho kadi odado adada. This word that has entered our hearts, oh God, it will not be such that the birds of the air will come and pick away. It will not be such that distraction will come and take away. It will not be such that an evil gist will come and take away in the mighty name of jesus we bring an end to the activities of the spirit of destruction that is distracting us from paying attention to our spiritual lives we bring an end to the activities of distraction that is breaking just that connection breaking away the time we would have used to grow spiritually our our thoughts are pure 
in the name of Jesus, our thoughts are pure. Our thoughts are pure. Evil thoughts will not be in our hearts. Ripoleko shakoliado sihadiadoliako sakado shadabadada. Rebelio kasio kadiado shadadada. We receive grace to grow. In the spirit, we receive grace to grow. We receive grace to grow. We receive grace to grow and keep growing. We receive grace to grow and keep growing. Ribaliko shakalia sikodashiada. For the word of the Lord says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. We receive grace, O God, to be led by the Spirit of God and the Spirit of God alone. We receive grace to pay attention to our spiritual lives and our spiritual lives, oh God. We receive grace, oh God, to kill and mortify the works of the flesh in our bodies. That we may not be instruments in the hand of the devil, oh God. That we may not be like Judas that followed Jesus closely and still departed and still fell and still betrayed Jesus and still went away. This path of righteousness that our feet are in it, we will walk in it. We will stand in it. We will live in it. In the name of Jesus. Christ Jesus, you are our destination. Christ Jesus, you are our dwelling place. Christ Jesus, you are our journey. Yes. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. We will not fall away. The devil will not have the Lord, greatest part you. of us. In the flesh will not have the great part of us. The flesh will have no part yes, of Lord. us. The spirit will take over. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Uh, we thank God for all that we have been hearing since uh, the beginning of this message. Thank you, Lord. Uh, I see that uh, what the Holy Spirit is hammering upon is on the issue of building ourselves, blazing up in building ourselves in order to prevent and to overcome flesh pool. How do we build ourselves is what she's telling us to be prayerful, she made mention of something as, as in new man in us. The new man in us is the one that the enemy is attacking. It is the one that the, that the flesh wants to take over from. As the Bible said that the spirit, I mean, the, 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 the flesh lusted after the spirit and the spirit lusted after the flesh so that we will not be able i mean sorry with a, a struggle or fight against one another so that we will not be able to do what we want to do so there is the willingness in us to do right and to be there with the lord 
and there are still things that pull us away from such. How do we overcome is what she was, he has been telling us. We must, be, we must maintain our fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ closely and intimately. Hallelujah. So when you are having trials or you are having this pull away from doing the will of God, the new man in you, as she said, is the one that bear the brunt of all the atrocities in the flesh. But how do, you, how do you make the new man strong? The new man in you, the new man in Christ, that is the new man that receives Christ inside of, that you receive Christ inside of, that became new at the entrance of Christ on the inside. There is this new man in you that must be responding to the new life that you have derived, you, you, you derived from accepting the Lord. So that new man in you is the one that must be kept strong, that must be exposed to the activities and the leading and guidance of the Holy Ghost in us. So that's why the Bible said, what, what the Bible talk about, exercising ourselves unto righteousness. Exercising, meaning that whenever you have any, anything like being, I mean, this pool of the flesh, when we are talking about pool of the flesh, you mean that there is a right place you belong, you are, that you want to, you, you, have, you, have, you have been tried, that the enemy is trying, or the situation or circumstances trying to pull you away from. So, but how do you exercise yourself unto righteousness is what she has been telling us. Be prayerful. So when the enemy comes, like we, we used to talk about uh, uh, exercising our body to be, to, 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 to be made fit, to, be, to, I mean, to keep fit for, uh, uh, for daily activities. And for our health issue. So also, exercising ourselves in the spirit is of paramount importance to keeping feet in the spirit. Exercising, the Bible said that the body is a bodily exercise profitably too. But godliness is profitable unto all things. So that godliness inside uh, of the flesh maintaining your righteousness in Christ that you received this, despite all challenges and all issues of life you are still maintaining your divine status that is the new man in you is still enjoying divine bliss that is normally re being released into the atmosphere your spiritual atmosphere atmosphere as you, as you pay attention to every details of your life in the spirit and in your relationship with Christ. That is how to exercise yourself in godliness. He said, but because bodily exercise profited little. But godliness is profitable unto all things, having promises, promise of the life that is now and of that which is to come. That is, when you exercise yourself in godliness, 
you have secured the power of promise for life and for afterlife. Grace to overcome in life now and the grace to overcome in the, in the life to come. Which means that this la- the same life that you, are, that you are exercising spiritually, the same new man that you are exercising spiritually is what will be translated to the life to come. So that's the reason why it is very important for us to listen attentively and to, and to adhere to all that we are being taught here. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. May the Lord pass in Jesus' name. Amen. And also, rounding up, when we exercise ourselves in righteousness or in, in godliness, we become strong. To eat strong meat. Because God will not present unto us things that will choke us if we are not being built up suddenly to eat strong meat. Strong meat, the Bible said, they are, the, they are for those that exercise themselves. Hmm? Hallelujah. I find that what the one I first read was in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. Bodily exercise profited little. 1 Timothy 4, 8. And I find also in, in, in Hebrew 5, 14. He said, The strong meat belongeth to them that are full of age. They are full of age, not the age of that you are calculating one by one, one age, I mean, 20, 30 years, 40 years of age. He's talking about somebody who is even young but has gotten matured and has come of age because he has been made to pass through several trials, several pull away from the flesh, but he still returned and maintained his status. He said, strong, those, that can, those are the ones that can eat strong meat. Hallelujah. So that meat there, May not be real meat that we are still talking about, the one that we used to bite in our mouth. I know you understand what I mean. But there are things that God makes you to pass through that if other pass through it, it will just it it may it may it may make that person to decide not to follow Christ anymore. Praise the Lord. But for you who has been trained, who always release yourself and get yourself fixed up, you set your gaze on the Lord. You become stronger than the one that is always falling here today, rising there tomorrow. Rushing to repentance today, rush, I mean, today, tomorrow, uh, I mean, it's all right for him or her. But for you who, who fight, who exercise yourself spiritually, amen, you will be stronger enough that even if, there, if any trial comes your way, and those are the people that God put high responsibility, high responsibility upon and make them to become leaders of others. Wouldn't you want to become a leader of others? Why would you just be at the place where you are right now? At the status that you are seeing, that you are right now, why don't you get improved? That's why the Bible said, he said, even those who by reason of use, the use of what? The use of meat, have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So it's only those who 
have trained, who have trained themselves in obeying the will of God to the letter, in spite of all the odds around it, as Christ also did when it was it was his, uh, his, his I mean his time to die and to and to choose between dying and not dying. All right, he chose to do what he chose to. Hallelujah. So that is the reason why. Uh, 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 thank God because we are not called to die like Christ. He has died for us. We will not die. We will not die for Christ, except if He collected. If He want to collect us that way, or, or, or count us worthy to, to to suffer and die for Him, it will be a glorious thing. But yet, it may not be glorious for those who have not been trained. In fact, when time comes, this time that we are in now, that is going, that may that may arise persecutions against Christianity, against serving the Lord. Those who have trained themselves at the corner, at one corner with, with the Holy Ghost, those who have exercised themselves like that, they are the ones that we want, that we skate through those kind of audio. If, we, if it arises today, there are a lot of Christians that will backslide and say they are no more following Christ. And that's the reason why it is, it is good for us not to allow ourselves uh, to follow the dictates of the flesh. Whenever the dictate of the flesh come, are you saying no? Immediately, you are, you are, you are, you are coming of age. <laughs> it means that from there, the Bible said, you are such people have they have had their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. And when they discern both good and evil, they know how to choose the good side because they have been working on God's side despite all, all odds. And God Himself, we sending them, we encourage them. If the Lord bring any chastening to them, they collect it and convert it to what? To victory. They will not yield to the flesh. The Bible said in the book of Hebrews chapter 12, 11, he said, now no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous. What you are experiencing at this time may not be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward, it yielded peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised by, uh, thereby. It yielded unto what? Peaceable fruit of righteousness. That is what the Lord wants want, want you to become. Wants to become righteous. That's why he brings trials. So that, that, that trial we call chastening. He said, no, and now, no, no chastening for the present seemed to be joyous. Of course, yes, but grievous. Nevertheless, nevertheless, afterward, if we allow it, if we let it be and we overcome it, it will yield peaceable fruit of righteousness. And you will, be, you will be written because of that kind of righteousness in, in the book of life of God. Let me tell you, brother, you may be born again, you are not yet saved until you are saved into heaven. You may be redeemed on earth here until you are redeemed in heaven, sister, until you are redeemed to heaven, nothing. So that's the reason why in the, at this time there will be trials, there will be temptations, there will be, there will be uh, uh, forces of the enemy that want to pull you away from the, from the will of God, which you must stand against often in order to build uh, to, 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 to yield unto God fruit of righteousness. 
We go ahead in Jesus' name. We thank God for this message today. We bless the Lord. And we thank God for our sister who have just taught us the word of the Lord. So we pray that the Lord God Almighty will bless our more. Each of us that have heard this word today, I want us to pray that, Lord, I need your grace. As we round up now, Lord, I need your grace. And I receive the same right now. Holy Spirit to overcome in the flesh. Holy Spirit to overcome in life. I need your grace. I need your grace. Until you attain the righteousness of God and you come to this level of righteousness of God that God is looking for in the whole world to count his men worthy to be with him. You are not yet, you are not, you have not got anywhere. And all this will come through trials that comes your way. How you, how you, how you yield unto the devil and how you, or, or, or how you, so how you what, how you reject the offer of the devil. All these are these exercises that must go on and on until Christ comes, until you are raptured, until you die or I die. Praise the Lord. May the Lord help you in the name of Jesus. Yes, your life that you are living now is the raw material for your eternity. If you can, if you can uh, make that life presentable enough, through, tri- through trials that comes your way, through temptations that come your way, you can present that life as still being for the Lord, despite all odds. Then you, are be- you will be presentable before the Lord and you will be welcomed in his presence. So brother, receive the courage, receive the strength right now. I don't know whatever you are passing through right now. They are all the mat- raw materials for your eternity. Don't talk about miracle now. Because many of us talk about miracle, miracle as if we are not going to heaven. As if, and when we get miracle, that's, that is everything we need in life. There are a lot of religions this day that offer these things only and make men to believe that only what they need in life is miracles, blessings, and all this kind of thing. Yes, we needed them. They will come. Jesus Christ said, uh, that seek ye first the kingdom of God. This is that to seek first the kingdom of God that we have been we are, you have been taught today. He said, "All oh Lord, that thing shall be added. Not you. We had it. it is not you that we had it. God knows how to add them unto you. When you had yourself unto His own divine project or not here to build righteousness in 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 in, 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 in the lives of men, so that when you pass that knowledge, when you pass that side, then you are able. You will be counted worthy." I pray the Lord will cause his, cause his grace to come upon your life in the name of Jesus. Thank God for your life, life in Christ. We hear the prayer you are praying here. It's a great prayer. Turn my life from flesh and let me manifest in the spirit. Yeah. Amen. That's a correct prayer. Amen. Yes. May the Lord God Almighty break every shackle of flesh Amen. and every evil dictate of flesh Amen. and give you the grace to master them. Amen. And be empowered by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Oh my, we are ending this program in the next two minutes. Mm. But yet, you can listen to this message on and on. By the grace of God, we may bring some other messages on this issue. But just bear with us uh, that we are ending this message in the next one minute. Now, God bless you. All of us that joined the studio. Yes, live of Christ, you are there. The Lord bless you. You will will overcome. Amen. You will win. Amen. We will win together. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 
and we will be we will be we will be, we'll be taken to our home Amen. with 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 this nature of righteousness of God in us Amen. that God is building through this message in the Amen. name of Jesus. God bless every one of us Amen. that have entered the studio. Yes, hallelujah. Amen. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that, that, okay. We may not mention all your name. God bless all of you. Amen. Because we are ending the program right now. The Lord bless you in the name Amen. of Jesus. Thank God for your life. Thank God for everything. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. To God be the glory Amen. for your life, every one of you. Amen. Yes, I pray that Lord God Almighty, we count all of us worthy in the last day in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes, hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. I pray that the Holy Ghost will hate every one of us Amen. and will prepare us by His grace Amen. to reign with Him Amen. in eternity in the name of Jesus. Amen. If the rapture comes today, we pray that the Lord will make us to be presentable and, and to the end in the name of Jesus Amen. Christ. Overcoming the flesh, overcoming Satan, overcoming trials Amen. in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 God bless you. Bye for now. Amen. Amen. You can download all our messages on befruitfulfamily.podbean.com. Befruitfulfamily.podbean.com. The Lord bless you. Meet us again on Monday. That is tomorrow for our Bible study. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bye for now. Bye for now.